Take me live, Adam. Let's go, baby. What is going on, everybody? Uh, welcome to another episode of SaaS Marketing Makeover. We have a special guest today, the one, the only, Allie Collins. Welcome to the show, Allie. Hi, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. This is like a dream. I get to judge people with, without right. having to do any of the work for like three months. Great. Yeah, and in the light of the fact that we're on the outside and we're not doing any of the work, we're going to try to take a positive spin I on the opportunities that we would do if we were CMO. Right? So the goal here for everybody turning on the show is getting like a fresh perspective. Like if we could do anything, what would we do? And if we had to limit that to three things, like what are the biggest three things we would tackle if we were new to this business uh, from the outside kind of looking in? Sound fun? I'm down. Yeah, sounds great. Awesome. I mean, gosh, you have so many fans. Look at this. Look at this. So we've got Liz excited for you. Hey, Liz. We got our corporate sponsors, GoCo, uh, Steven. Oh, where's Kevin? Oh, yeah, Kevin. I like Kevin. Um, so very excited. Who do you want it to be? Anybody in particular? Um, can it be Intercom? I'm an Intercom fan. It can be. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have any choice either. So let's see. Ready? All right. Let's go. Producers, let's spin the wheel. Let's see. Crossing fingers. Oh my gosh, I've tried to have Prezi take my money. I've done two different pro proposals for them, but I haven't looked at it in like two years. Well, uh, now's your chance. Yeah, now's <laughs> our chance together. Awesome. Well, let's uh, let's do this. I'm going to share my screen. Okay. And we're going to take a look at Prezi. Okay. Do you know anything about Prezi? I mean, I know basically what they do is presentations, right? But um, I haven't spent a lot of time on their site, so this will be new walking through this together. Okay. So you, Allie, have experience in products that sell to different personas. I do indeed. Yes. Accountants you, and now HR professionals. 100%. Now, have you seen what I call like gateway experiences to be hyper successful? So yes. Yeah. So my previous company, um, prior to GoCo, I was at Smart Vault for 11 years. And Smart Vault um, sold both horizontally and niche to accountants. So we had very similarly, like right when you get to the site, um, a gateway to accountants and kind of what the website and experience was like for accountants and then a separate one for business. So this is right up my alley, actually. So this was a very new product, too, by the way. So like essentially what they're trying to do, it appears, is create an immersive presentation experience. So the presentation that. is like floating right here. It's actually pretty dope. I, by the way, when I did them, they were just a normal, like they were just a different version of Google Slides or Keynote to a certain extent. So this looks like a pretty unique product that they rebuilt essentially for COVID. 
Yeah. Um, what do you think about the messaging so far? And like letting your three, cause like, I haven't seen this by the way, like I've done thousands of audits. I haven't seen any SaaS companies go like three different pathways above the fold. Yeah. Um, I've build.com actually did it in the early days. Um, I remember from my selling to accountants way back when, um, but I don't think they do it anymore. Oh, well, yeah, the kind of I'm with a business. I'm with an accounting. Firm. We do all their SEO, by the way. Just for oh, do you? Okay. So you but I haven't, I didn't, um, I haven't been looking at like the dual path like this, which is interesting too, right? It makes sense, right? Like resell to accounting or sell directly to business. This is their three different personas, right? They're verticals. Yep. Totally. So I like it. I'm not sure like the messaging is a little um, dulled for me. It's a little bit, it could be snappier, maybe the headline here, but I'm, my eye immediately goes to the products that they're showing here, the, the three gateways, and that's probably what they want. So I'm, I'm okay with that. Now, what about the fact that they're not taking the product that made them famous and they're then moving it down? Have you do you know what I'm saying? Like, because essentially a lot of us are trying to do product like growth. They're doing persona like growth. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just yeah. like curious. I don't know. I haven't. Yeah. Yeah. It's mean, freaking same is my point. Isn't it the same product for different, three different people? That's kind of yeah. what I'm wondering. Yeah. It's not quite like bill.com where bill.com is trying to solve for like a completely different experience for an accountant where they're trying to like leverage them as a reseller and things like that. Whereas with this, it's like, Basically, the use case is I want to do a presentation, who, no matter who I am. Yeah, so I see what you're saying, where like it might not even be necessary. You could help the user understand the application and use cases, but it might not be necessary at the top real estate on your site to do that. Hundred percent. Now we have the business page, right? Keep teams aligned and customers engaged, even while remote. Okay, so now we're essentially competing with Loom. Mm -hmm. which does the same thing, right? So Loom or our client BombBomb, they both do the same kind of thing to a certain extent. This looks pretty different though. This looks pretty dynamic. Yeah, is this Loom do it live or is Loom all pre-recorded? I guess it's technically pre-recorded too. Yeah, so I think they have an edge here. I think this is something exciting and new and probably in high demand right now. Yeah, live or recorded is the easiest engaging new way to keep face-to-face -face connection in remote. This could actually be a competitive edge for a sales team too, right? Like, yeah, because you could create something that's sexy enough that someone's like, ooh, and they pay attention a little bit more. They're, they might be more curious about the product you're using than anything, but I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's almost like has a vibe of business TikTok right? Where you're like blending myself and my thoughts and you're not trying to do it like, here's my slides, here's me. You're trying to integrate that experience into one thing. I, I actually find that really interesting. Now, ironically, you and I are both still like posturing around what we think it is though, because they haven't actually showed us. Fair. Right? That's so good, I right? I think if, if we're right about what it is, then then they're doing it right, right? No, they're totally doing it right. I just want them to actually show me the damn thing. Like, I want this to be a video of maybe more because I really want to see it. Like, right now, I'm genuinely, I want this product. I actually think it's a desirable product. I don't say that that often. Like, this is making me want it. Uh, and it's pretty innovative. It's kind of cool. Yeah. I dig it. Use cases oh, back to our percent. Okay. So, what, what do you think about calling this use cases when these aren't necessarily use Yeah. Cases? Like, 
like I think use cases is the way they should be going, but these are more like you said personas, right? So yeah. and making that the like all of their top nav is dependent on that is it's a choice for sure. Like this is use cases like outreach, appointment setting, overcoming objections. This to me is use cases. Yeah, I'm not. These are more personas, I'd say. Like, yeah. I'm know, a fan of the way ClickUp is doing use cases right now. Right, they do a nice job with that. Let's see it. Because I agree that this product would benefit from actually having real use cases and having personas. So it's not that these personas are bad. I would just call them personas and I'd add use cases. Yeah, personas, solutions, maybe something like that. Um, yeah, so that, see how in the dev there they've got use cases. Work. Oh, that's clever. And that's still the same platform, but they just like essentially let their ideal customer self-identify with how they could use it, right? Yep. Yep, exactly. Okay. So we have this new innovative product that we still, you and I technically can't see, but we can try for free. What is that? Okay. Now, I don't think you need to do it this way. Let's take a look at what Loom does, just out of curiosity. At Loom for free. See, this to me is a way cleaner way for Prezi to do it, in my opinion. Yes, I agree. I think it would be a little pot calling the kettle black on this because we are not doing it yet at GoCo, but I would really love to. We are using um, Zoom Info to enrich the data, so we're not asking for much. Um, but yeah, I would love to do something similar where with single sign-on. Yeah, I would even, if I were them, it, sometimes it's hard to get that buy-in. I would maybe run like, we use Mutiny, to do experiences and I would just swap the signups above this because I didn't even see it at first. So I would put the buttons above the form and then put the separator, like swap these two. I bet you it could actually have an uptick or at least we learned something. Yeah, totally. And why do I have to create a password at the beginning? Like, could I do that later? Is that something that I have to do to get started? How do you log back in? I guess you technically do an email and you verify your email and then you could do the password then, right? That's what we do at Go Call. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like where your head's at. That could be good for Prezi for sure. Now, I, I hate when I can't try for free because I, I don't feel like, I feel like giving you my information is the cost. Maybe I'm wrong, but sure. that's all. No, absolutely. That is the value that you're exchanging, right? Info for experience. So I guess if we were to do it like that, I'd prefer that they had a product video here or something that inspired me to complete this. I don't see any of the benefits of what I get if I fill this out. Um, yeah. I've seen the very best. I think the, the one I did a couple weeks ago, I, I know a lot of people saw it, I'm sure, but Amplitude did this really well where, see how they have the product overlay in the background? So I really feel like if I fill this up form out, this is where I land. And then they have the quote. This is a really clever way of doing this. Yeah, you could at least just rotate in some social proof here, maybe some star ratings and a quote or, yeah, I love the example you showed, but there's a lot that you could do even if you were locked into this UX, you could just style it a little better. Yeah, here's what we did for Sumo Logic, an example, right? Yeah. So you still have like you're in good company. It's just a little bit of like, you know, support to get them there. So, yep, gorgeous. What about this? I mean, why the hell is it going to a form on in 2021? Yeah. Could this be a chat if I'm Prezi? I think because they're so innovative, right? Like this is such a cool product. It's so innovative. 
I think we want to be innovative in our delivery of value. Does that make sense? I think so. I think what you're probably seeing there is that you can't really talk to them now. You can this talk to them. You're seeing it, right? I like honest marketing of like try free and I'm like, ah, call yeah. Ah. yeah. Talk to someone at the time when somebody responds to this form, right? Is kind right. of the vibe. But yeah, I mean, at GoCo, what we do is we have um, the ability to schedule a demo as in like book on a calendar and we use HubSpot, HubSpot's calendaring for that. Yep. Um, and we have a chat function where you can actually speak to somebody if you want to. So, well, okay. I love the number because I feel like the number's dead in like marketing today. So I think it's kind of cool that you still have a number. Hopefully, they pick it up. Um, Does do millennials want to talk on the phone? I'm a millennial. I don't. I don't. <laughs> so I might be biased, but I I would rather chat than than pick up the phone. Ever. It is weird that they don't have chat, right? Like in general, in 2021, it is a little weird to not have that like bottom right chat thing, you know? It tells me they might be in a state of growth where their volume is just through the roof, could be, yeah. right? And not not quite ready to take that on. But, but yeah, if it, I, were, if it was, don't you think you'd have seen one of these in the wild? Like I've never seen this in the wild. Totally, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like it's innovative enough that people should be talking about it. It actually looks really, really cool. It really does solve a lot of the problems that we're like struggling with in yes. our situation. And we're constantly asking ourselves, like, what can we do to beef up our, like every Friday we meet as a whole company. Um, and we've been talking as a leadership team, like, what do we do to fun it up? And like, it seems like this, right? Why haven't, yeah. Why haven't we heard of it? I don't know. Like, I, I mean, Prezi, we would love to run a big, like, CTV. Like, I feel like Connected TV, like, you could get the – it's an innovative enough product that people would want to try this just by seeing it and, like, need a better way to Zoom. You could even just go right at the competition, right? Totally. I really feel like even, like, their homepage could just be a giant video of somebody – you know, treating it in the like TikTok for business kind of way. And you people immediately understand that visual. Like you don't really need yeah. to say much about it. No, I love it yet. Now, GoCo does this like $5, but hit us up to really figure out price, which I respect. You anchor it to something, but you know, it's $5 per user. Now here, why don't you have your good, better, best model that so many pursue? And like, what do you think about theirs? Why don't we at GoCo? Yeah. Because we have so many different modules that are um, that can be assembled in a lot of different ways and packaged different ways. So we kind of try to keep all those mental gymnastics out of it and just give you an, give you a, a ballpark of what you're we're talking about. Starts at five dollars a month, um, and then talk to us and we'll help you navigate. Like, what exactly do you need? And help us. We'll find you the best price for exactly what you're after. Um, I think a lot of times I've seen when you have those kind of um, menu based items that, you know, you get economies of scale as you as you add more. Um, there can just be a lot of like mental fog trying to get to understand that that prevents people from actually converting. So I'd rather you convert and talk to us and understand um, than get too caught up in it before you even talk to anybody. Like, so here, there's a lot of text happening above the start free trial. Um, I appreciate that you're telling me um, what it costs. And I'm so that helps. I 
Always. Well, we don't need more if we're being real, right? They need to, this should be bullet points. So it's easily consumable content and yeah. it needs to fit in the space allowed. I, I think they should revisit this pricing menu. If I was Prezi, I, I don't think this makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Like, and then oh, wow, there's another menu up there. Basic. Individual. No, that's what I was trying to explain. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a little wonky in all honesty. Because I think most people try to buy business plans as individuals. And so it's really hard to know, like, and notice how, like, it's billed annually if they're having a free trial. I haven't seen free trials for annual procurement a ton. Like, I think it's a little wonky of how they're structuring how they engage with somebody right here, in all honesty. I agree. Is it, like, wildly different for students and educators? Can I see that one? Okay, so I think that's what they're trying to solve for, right? I think what they're trying to do is say, like, if it's really cheap if you're a student or an educator, but I think there's a lot of ways you could approach that without having to, you know. Yeah, like, well, here's an example. Right? Super cheap for students. Like, you could have that as a little starburst or something. Um, well, here's like how that. some people do it, right? Like, so, like, monthly and annual, I think that's huge. And then they usually have this thing that's, like, startup. Oh, where's the startup? Do you know what I'm talking about, like, where they do the startup, startup pricing? Yeah, or nonprofit pricing, right? Yeah. A lot of that. Mm-hmm. City like intercom, intercom is startup pricing. Um, for example, there, see, need more than one solution. Mm-hmm. Are you an early stage company? Are you a nonprofit? Are you a student? Are you whatever? But yeah, don't if unless that's like the primary persona that you're after here it doesn't need its own menu item. Like, I think that might even get missed anyway, even if you were a student, like, yeah. Well, and you're like at GoCo, you don't do this to yourself. You see what I'm saying? Like they're taking three products and saying you get one, but without calling it the Prezi platform. So it's like bundling without bundling. I think it's just a little interesting on the product marketing side because I. Yeah. I don't know what any of those three things are at this point for sure. Do you get what I'm saying? Like it's a little, and then you have two, five, eight, 11 different pricing options on one page is a little, I'd say maybe it's not helping them maybe for, for like product led growth and self onboarding, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot to cut through. I got, I think what they're probably banking on is like, oh, well, if you're a student, you'll just only look at the student. But I think I bet that they have issues where businesses are going, how is it only, how is it free for students? How is it $3 for teachers? Like you're just introducing a lot of objections. Um, and they don't have consistent communication. So here's what I mean by that. So if you go to say educators, they, they have this weird menu for everything not their homepage. So now I can't like the assumption, I guess, is they're treating this like a landing page. Mm-hmm. But the, my issue is like, I don't know why Prezi yet necessarily. So you notice how I have why Prezi and conversational presenting, right? And this is kind of what they're, this could be their category, right? Like conversational presenting, they create a new category. They have this innovative product. They built a platform that's all about, conversational presentations. You see what I'm saying? Like that's a better go to market in my mind. That's like really consistent. And then you have maybe different use cases, but it's one individual product because they're bundling it by the time you get to pricing. You see what I'm saying? Right. And I don't think that like 
dividing it by persona is necessary because the product is so good. If the product's really strong and stands on its own, it's fairly easy to like apply that in your brain. How would this work for me? I think they're just not trusting their users to make that connection. But to me, like it speaks for itself from what I've seen in terms of the video that I'm seeing. I just want to see more of the video. I just still want to see it. Okay, cool. Now we're going to at least see a little bit of Prezi. See, I think you could do normal marketing of product. I think their product marketing is better than their persona marketing right now. I would definitely agree. And then look at this. See, this is what you and I wanted, right? Like this is the videos I was talking about. Okay, let's see what this thing actually does. Hey, everyone. My name is Samantha. And today I am teaming up with the Prezi team to bring you a presentation about remote work and we're hoping to spread the word about is really important with remote teams because without this is so much more engaging in a digital first environment i actually think it's a pretty dope product like genuinely i think it's very innovative and cool yeah it's everything that tiktok did for you know evolution from vine and facebook and all the other video platforms right it's yes. not spin on it so why aren't they it feels like they're not embracing the fun that they have in their product as much as they possibly could right like this wow. is fun and exciting well and it works with your favorite ways to connect like look at this there's zero barrier to entry to the freaking product you can do it for free and it works with everything oh it works with zoom i thought they were saying zoom was a customer okay that makes much more sense <laughs> all right no. got it and then if i'm them I'm only like two hours away from getting like the biggest acquisition offer ever from Zoom if I pull this off. <laughs> for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so. From one of these logos for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 100% because this is the dream. This is an immersive remote first COVID centric product. Like a lot of us act like our products are great for COVID because we made a landing page about it. But this product is actually designed for it, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yep. It's. It takes everything that causes Zoom burnout and like does something about it, right? Yeah, and they even talk about right manage burnout and like, oh my god! Like, and then look at this. Prezi Video has this awesome like video thing that I couldn't get to unless I was. Yeah, that should boring. have been the homepage right there. Yeah. But now, where did Explore Video go? I don't know. We lost it. Oh, it's back here. I think we see this video gallery. Yeah, there you go. That is it. Like, I get it already. Yes, this is okay. This is see, the cool part for them is they have it all. Like, and in their defense, you know how hard it is to be known for one thing for like 10 years and every college student using Prezi to then somehow migrate back to like innovation. You know what I mean? Because you'd have to essentially say no to everybody who knows you for Prezi design and Prezi present. And you, have to that, and you have to dispel that like preconceived notion of what they are, right? Because they try to say, oh, we did this new thing. It's like, oh, I know what Prezi is. That's, you know, it's all right. But yeah, this is something totally different than what I was expecting to see when the wheel spun. Now I can't get back to freaking Prezi too because the logo freaking, <laughs> I don't even know how to the whole page. All right. So... Congratulations. I just want to first apologize to your team. They seem to be very supportive of you, but Allie no longer works at GoCo. She's now the CMO of Prezi. Congratulations, Allie. Oh, um, thank you. I'm enjoying it. So You have your first quarter. You have this innovative product, an established brand. What do you do? What are you going to do this first quarter? You have three things. What are you going to do to make the biggest impact possible? 
Um, well, I think I'm going to spend some time really journey mapping and thinking about like, what is, what do I expect out of my visitors when they come to me? I'm going to show that show, do some focus groups, show some people what I have and ask them and try to figure out, do some user testing around what do I need to show on my homepage to get that get it moment without trying to drive you in three different like paths? Because I don't think it's necessary. I don't think it's a different product either, ironically. It's so not I mean, the same. They're, they're having to do triple the work on everything, well, right? Because everything they want to now don't feel like you're actually for them, right? If I'm a student, I'm like, yeah, but you kind of do these other things. If I'm a business, it's like, yeah, but you kind of do these other things. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. Okay, so that's one. So we want to journey map this and then do a little better job maybe focusing on product instead of persona as a leading kind of first impression. What, what's another thing? Um, I want to rethink pricing. I want to figure out like who's my primary visitor and use case for this, which I think it's probably businesses. Um, and especially like in the remote work post COVID world, there's tons of opportunity here. Restructure my pricing to focus on that persona and then do lots of fun stuff to try to say like, but if you're an educator, here's the cheaper path for you because we don't want teachers spending all their salary on pricing. Um, yes. So that's number two. Um, number three, I mean, I've got to think about like, how do we solve for the fact that everyone already has a preconceived notion of what Prezi is and get the word out? I mean, I think I would be all over social ads and all over the places where people love this type of content already, showing visuals of like maker presentations fun them up, you know? Yeah. I love that. I think, yeah, bringing fun. You, you mentioned that a lot. I want to remind you, I think you had some really good ideas around taking like this social first generation and experiences and it making our own marketing feel like that. So I think you were honestly in there. I do think if you took that more consumer centric approach and I think, yeah, I would do that. Now, can I go? What do you think, Ali? Go. Yeah. All right. So if I'm Prezi, I would meet with the chief revenue officer and figure out how much it would actually cost me to have the confidence is the word I'll use to get out of the higher education space. And in completely. I would, I'm a huge proponent of focusing on being the best at something. And I don't think you can make the Prezi, even this really innovative product, the best for business. If you have to also try to make it the best for education from a product standpoint, I think I'd rather cut off 25% of my legs, retool the business and go all in on this video side of it for business. And then if people from the student place still want me, like we talked about, you know, I can kind of push that down below the fold a little bit, but I would have to do like a breakup with what I've been for like 10 years. I did that with my own business, by the way, like I would be to see, did everything for Allstate. We went to B2B, did a bunch of B2B stuff. We went to enterprise, didn't get the traction we wanted. We went into software. All of a sudden the business is growing at an insane rate because we solve all our problems for one persona. And that gets the hiring we do better. It makes the ability to drive results faster. It creates economies of scale. I think it's hard to do what they're doing here in all transparency. I think it's very hard to take market share with three personas above the fold. 
That's um, one of the first things I did at GoCo when I joined. There was a lot of focus on reaching small business owners and um, chief yep. operating officers. I immediately said, we're going after the HR persona, the HR person in the business. That's We can reach and that. Now your content marketing thing. starts to work, right? People can read a piece of content and say, oh my God, finally, and then go to activation. It's hard yep. to do that right now. Like, How the hell do you do a content strategy for Prezi across students, educators, and business? Now let's say I have 100K, I got to go 33, 33, 33 instead of 100 on this. You got what I'm saying? This might be a rethinking, reframing of it because guess what? Universities are businesses. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah. I 100% agree. Yeah. That's a so great you can point. speak to them the same way that you speak to a SaaS startup or whatever. It's, it's not that different. And I don't mean this in a negative way, but I try to maybe bring a little bit more honesty into my marketing. And what I mean by that is like if I click get started, I, I want it to feel like I could get started. Right now, I'm not sure if I could, to be completely yeah. honest. Yeah. Um, on the video, if I can get Prezi video free, once again, I want to feel like I can. I feel like I'm a little disconnected from it. And then, where did the, I can't even, they have so many different versions of the darn website. Let me see if I can, I think it was this one. See how the, where's the Snope? Where's the CTAs? This one. Okay. okay. So if I say talk to us now, so I mean, like, I kind of need to make it so people could talk to me now if I use that language, I think. Um, you know, I might be guilty of this myself, but I don't love it when I just look at it externally. Yeah. Um, and on the pricing, when you do the pricing like this, in my opinion, it's a little misleading because I don't know if I have to sign an annual contract or not. Right. And it's weird to me to have trials and annuals. I don't see a lot of that, to be honest. Yep. I feel that. So, uh, yeah, I agree. The pricing is not the best. I think, honestly, all I would do is try to focus on into maybe a, a little bit of the future and a little, little less of the past mm -hmm. and tighten up the way we communicate our value and interact with prospects. Because I think if we just did those two things, it would blow up. This thing's pretty sweet, to be honest. And look at all the... Look at how low your acquisition cost could be if you did the partner marketing right. Oh, yeah, it's kind of a marketer's dream. It really <laughs> it's is. It's really fun. So I hope you can talk them into. <laughs> I know. We to work together, right? Yeah. I think you'd be great at it. Oh, my gosh. Well, this was awesome. Thank you so okay. much for being on the show, Allie. Thank yeah. Thank you to Prezi for being our muse. Um, let me see. Carter Goods giving you a shout out here, too. Let's go. <laughs> so, <I have> fans. <laughs> if anyone wants to follow along with you, Ali, you're a big hit. How can they do so? Uh, yeah, that LinkedIn is a good place to start. Yeah, find me there. I'm also in the Directive Slack channel. So if you want to join me over there for a chat, I am available. That's uh, Society, right? So Directive Society. Yes, yes definitely. So if anyone wants to join Society, uh, chat with Ali or even myself, like I have my DMs right there. Uh, you all can talk uh, with us. I don't know if we have anything from the production team to plug it, but um, yeah, super excited uh, to have you on the show. This is a blast. A blast. Thank you, Goko. Well, I got yeah. it. All right. Well, thank you so much, everybody. Thank you. Thanks for having me.